All right, back to your calls, your texts coming up momentarily. The Taylor Swift phenomenon is, it's a thing, and I think it's going to play an impact as we get closer towards the election uh, later this year. Uh, In the meantime, the Michigan Panthers back at Ford Field for a second time in the last two years as the UFL kicks off uh, in just a couple of months and uh, a whole new host of teams that you'll see uh, certainly uh, down at Ford Field. Mike Nolan, the head coach of the Michigan Panthers, joins us. Mike, it's good to have you back. Thanks. It's great to be back. Looking forward to it. Uh, This is going to be a different season for you guys. Obviously, some new teams on the slate. Um, what did you make of the the schedule release? Um, well, I'm just glad we're one of the eight teams. That's what I'll say. So. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, it's uh, it's a good schedule. You know, it's um, you know, there's only eight teams. We're going to play our division, the USFL, twice, and then we'll play the XFL teams once. Um, we'll travel. You know, we'll, we're going to be based in Arlington. Everyone in this first year, they kind of want to start out. You know crawling as they call it and then yep. pick up the pace as we go but anyhow so we'll be traveling each week um the only i guess we'll bus it for a couple games that'll be close by like houston and san antonio mm-hmm. uh, but outside of that we'll be traveling each week so there'll be some travel for the players but uh, again eight weeks and then to a playoff in the championship week you know that shouldn't be that's your that doesn't wear on you much that's still good how, how so, does the how does the league change do you think with the addition of the xfl teams I think there's a great change in the fact that, that there's 16 teams down to eight. So the talent level has even gotten better than it was. And I thought it was pretty good last year, considering it, you know, for what our purpose was, is trying mm-hmm. to get it guys in the NFL. But it's, you know, every team basically, uh, you could say, has doubled their talent. And, uh, um, you know, with that being said, there's even better football than there was a year ago. And I thought we played pretty good football a year ago. So, um to me, that's that's how I see it. I'm really optimistic about it going forward. I think the spring spring league is going to be outstanding, the UFL, and it's just going to grow as as we get going. Has there been any indication on rule changes? Because there was some differences between the XFL and the USFL, and and it, mostly just some subtle changes, particularly on uh, special teams plays and, and the like. Is is there any uh, uh, sort of consolidation on those rule changes, and 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 uh, maybe some a spattering from each league? Uh, yeah, they, we've kind of, I think there's been a little bit of change from our USFL, but not drastic. For example, uh, well, we'll still kick off from the 20, so we'll do it. We'll do the kickoff our way, not their way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not totally familiar with what they did, the XFL. I just know that it wasn't quite like what we did. So they'll do it like we did, kicking off from the 20, which, you know, as everyone knows, basically your team after a kickoff, if they give it up a score, you're going to have pretty good field position because kicking off, when you have to kick off from the 20, most people, I think the average starting point was pretty close to the 40-yard line, if not like the high 30s or somewhere in there. Um, but that was one. The other rule that uh, that's going to be was, uh, oh, it was the onside kick replacement, or I think they call it a scrimmage onside kick mm-hmm. deal. They're gonna. It wasn't the 33. You had to get to the 45. Now it's going to be the 28, and you got to get to the whatever it is, the 40-yard line. So uh, there's still still going to be a fourth and 12, but they've moved the ball back a little bit. Um, and uh, for what reason? I think it was a compromise with what mm-hmm. the, you, the XFL had done. Um, outside of that, I know there was one or two. Oh, we won't have PATs. It'll be a try. You'll have a uh, – the, there's no PAT. You can go for one, two, or three, just like we did a year ago, but the ball will be an offensive scrimmage play. Got it. So, so that's um, – 
Um, it's certainly more exciting for fans, I think, and even yeah. players. It's it's another thing they can put on tape, uh, certainly, yeah. to, to try to get to the NFL, which is it's a huge goal uh, of, yeah. of spring football. In terms of being back at Ford Field, it was such a, a tremendous, I think, asset for – for you last year, I uh, I know that you would have liked a different result, especially um, in that that four game stretch uh, in the middle of the season. But but talk yeah. about being back at Ford Field and what what that does for for the team. Well, we're certainly excited about it. We're really excited to be at Ford Field. I know there was a little hold up there for a while. They hadn't really come to an agreement until just recently, as far as using the field. But um, our players love to play there. It's a real draw for people, not only uh, outside players coming to Michigan and playing at Ford Field, but just the fans that are there locally. Naturally, this time of year when we play, it gets a little cold, so it's nice of them to be indoors. Um, but uh, it's a great venue. Um, we're really excited to be able to play in there, and I think that goes for our fans would say exactly the same thing. And, uh, you know, look at down the stretch, they really helped us a lot. Our fans came alive, and, and I thought we did too. We faced some, you know, we started out fast with a couple wins, and then we got, we had a bunch of injuries there in the middle there, and it slowed us down a little bit, but we got back on track. And, uh, again, I have to say that last game that we had to win against the Stars, that was largely due to our, our fans. They really got loud and noisy, and it really, it really became fun. And, uh, anyhow, we won the game. And then uh, the next week, as, you, as you've already mentioned, we lost in double overtime to uh, Pittsburgh down in Kenton. But, uh, but still, great to be back at Ford Field, no question. So things kick off March 30th. Uh, how does the, the team look now? Are, are you re- relatively set? Is there still some tinkering to do with the roster? Where are you at in that process? Well, last year, the, the total roster you go to camp with was 60. This year, it's 75. So mm. we've enlarged the, the – uh, now, the team size will be 50 when we cut down, um, just like it was a year ago. But we're going to go to camp with, you know, with 15 more players than we did a year ago. So everyone's roster is much better – not much, but it's better than it was a year ago just because there was four teams that we – or I should say eight teams we drafted off of and took their players from them, the teams that were – terminated in the in the transition with the merger and all and uh, so again we have larger rosters right now we'll go to camp with more players we'll make a, a two cuts this year rather than just one we'll go down to 60 after a couple weeks and then go down to 50 58 or so or whatever it is um, after that or go down to 58 then go down to 50 um, and uh, so right now the rosters look you know I, I think everyone's looking at the rosters thinking man we're so much better than last year but if you you know you got to be you got to be real about it everybody else is a little better too so sure. uh, but it, that's but that's really fun that's exciting you know the more players we can that we can get that have a chance to go to the NFL the better for us well and the UFL obviously is is being backed by Fox being backed by ABC and so um, I, I think this does signal the fact that spring football is is in a really strong place, and and I I would imagine uh, we'll see some evolution uh, over the next couple of seasons as uh, as the UFL really sets in and 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 uh, puts the roots in place for a really strong league going into the future. Mike Dolan, always good to talk with you. Thanks for the time as always, and we'll talk again down the road. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to be on with you. Yep, you got it. That's Michigan Panthers head coach Mike Nolan here on JR Afternoon. Uh, Always appreciate the time. Uh, In the meantime, we have calls set up. We're talking Taylor Swift, the type of impact that that she may have on this presidential election. Uh, I think it could be pretty substantial or or it could, you know, that that 18 percent number where 18 percent of registered voters in the United States would vote for a presidential candidate based on a Taylor Swift nomination or, or excuse me, endorsement. Um, I, I, it might be a little overblown, 
But I think that there's a lot of people in this country that are set on doing the hard work. They are set on digging into issues and really finding, you know, in in some cases, the the better of two evils or the better of two candidates that they don't particularly like as holes. Um, And then I think there's other folks that are that are willing to just go along with the ride. And, And that that is, in this case, the Taylor Swift experience. Dave's in Rochester. He joins us. Hello, David. We got him back. David? Can you hear me? We yep. got you now. What's up, man? Okay. Uh, yeah, there's two buttons on your phone, one speaker and one mute. They <laughs> serve distinct different reasons. D- different different reasons. I got just a minute here. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I find it remarkable that you find it remarkable about Taylor Swift and this whole phenomenon you're describing is mm-hmm. cult of personality, okay? Let me go back to celebrity. Let's just go back eight years ago to the TV's, TV star. Uh, I think it was Apprentice, and, and ironically, Celebrity Apprentice is mm-hmm. Celebrity hosted, okay? Taylor Swift's got nothing on the on the nose ring this guy's got as far as a whole lot of, on the country, the followers who 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 who. Well, walk over glass for him who could shoot someone yeah. who could shoot someone on fifth avenue my god I know. this is nothing D- dave i'm sorry i'm up against it it's an interesting topic we'll continue to discuss it as we continue on here on jr afternoon don't go anywhere